We're brought to you by the uh, Lawnmower Museum uh, in downtown Garage Logic. Uh, currently under winter hours, 10 a.m. to 2 p.m., and then everybody usually repairs to the neck hardware and lounge. And now, from the mayor's office above the boathouse on the east shore of Spoon Lake, it's Garage Logic with Rookie on Production. Chris Reavers, director of social media, John Hyde in the newsroom, and occasionally Kenny from the Krabby Coffee Shop. Here is your flashlight king, fireworks commissioner, and keeper of common sense, your mayor, Joe Souchere. I forgot to show you. I forgot to show you guys this. Uh, I have a new theory. Here's a picture of a guy. Uh, what do you call this? Ska- uh, ice skating with a uh, sail. What is that called? Windsurfing. Yeah. Windsurfing with with yeah. uh, skates. Right. Mike Chummers of Minneapolis above joined his buddies, including Jerry Bachmeyer, right in zipping around the ice on Betamaka Sky in Minneapolis on Tuesday. In summer, they like to windsurf, but they've rigged up ice windsurfing gear for this rare year of smooth ice. Skaters, too, have taken to zooming over the lakes in the Twin Cities this winter when lack of snow has kept ice clear. I have a new theory that the Star Tribune uh, is really torn about celebrating winter, but is not reluctant to do it if they can get Beta Makaska in the in the photograph. Now, wouldn't, oh, okay, they do have a, bo- it's like a board they're on. They're not on yeah. ice skates. Yeah. Are right, you ready? You ready? Lay it on me. What did you have that you promised in the last... There's a radio host named David Webb. Uh, He has a uh, series on uh, Sirius XM, Patriot Station. And uh, he was being uh, interviewed by a CNN legal analyst named Areva Martin, she she being a female. I believe he was doing the interviewing, right? Maybe that's it. I I believe that's what it was. He had her on as a phone guest. Okay, uh... Martin accused, uh, Avra Martin, Ariva, I'm sorry, Ariva Martin, accused Sirius XM Radio and Fox Nation host David Webb of white privilege during a segment on a radio program. Uh, before I continue, let's hear the interview, Rook, if you could play that. I've chosen to cross different parts of the media world, done the work so that I'm qualified to be in each one. I never considered my color the issue. I considered my qualifications the issue. Well, David, you know, that that's a whole nother long conversation about white privilege and things that you have the privilege of doing that people of color don't have the privilege of. How do I have the privilege of white privilege? David, by virtue of being a white male, you have white privilege. This whole long conversation, I don't have time to... Ariva, I hate to break it to you, but you should have been better prepped. I'm black. (laughs) Okay, then... I stand See, you went to white privilege. This is the falsehood in this. You went immediately with an assumption. Your oh. people, obviously, or you didn't look. You're talking to a black man they who started out in rock radio in Boston, who crossed the paths into hip-hop, rebuilding one of the greatest black stations in America, and went on to work for Fox News, <laughs> where I'm told apparently blacks aren't supposed to work, but yet you come with this assumption and you go to white privilege. David, That's actually David, insulting. Correct, 
It is, and I apologize because my people gave me wrong information. They they told well, me the whole white privilege thing is insulting. David, can I can I apologize and correct the record? I want to apologize. I was given wrong information about you, and I apologize. But based on my so color, white- you were going to something that I was part of. And just to add to it, my family background is white, black. Indian, Arawak, Irish, Scottish. I mean, it's so diverse. I'm like the UN when it comes to this. And this is part of the problem with driving a narrative around a construct like white privilege. Privilege is one thing where applied wealth, economy, uh, various social factors, but not necessarily determined by color of skin. Isn't that fantastic? Bravo. It sounds like it hurts gotcha. when he talks. It's just he fantastic. Needs a lozenge, so man. let me see if I got oh. this straight. How fast she was backpedaling now. Oh, uh, um, um, may I apologize? The uncomfortable moment occurred Tuesday during a serious XM radio discussion about experience being more important than race when determining whether or not someone is qualified for a particular job. And this David Webb is saying to his guest, Avery, <laughs> Avra, help me, what's her name? Help me. Um, uh, Avera. Ariva. Ariva Martin. Uh, uh, David Webb is saying, I've chosen to cross different parts of the media world. I've done the work so that I'm qualified to be in each one. I never considered my color the issue. I consider my qualifications the issue, Webb said. Well, and then she speaks up, Ariva. That's a whole uh, another long conversation about the privilege, the things that you have the privilege of doing. The people of color don't have the privilege of, said Martin. A dumbfounded Webb said, how do I have the privilege of white privilege? Martin responded, David, by virtue of being a white male, you have white privilege. <laughs> the Fox Nation host then said, I hate to break this to you, but you should have been better prepped. I'm black. The humiliated Martin, apologizing, quickly blamed her staff. I know that's what really threw set everyone me under the bus. Right, right. <laughs> that, that was rookie's me. fault. That yeah, was what fault. the hell is the matter with me? Rookie Kenny and Reavers didn't tell me you <laughs> right. were a black man. Right. God help us. Uh, uh, the humiliated Martin apologized and quickly blamed her team for providing wrong information. When reliving the awkward moment on Fox and Friends, Webb said Martin threw her staff under the bus. I have never done that to anyone that has worked on any of my shows on radio or television. I would never do that, he said. Who gives you the wrong information that I'm white to come on my radio show? Webb then said there's a serious conversation that should be taken for Martin's gaffe. Our skin doesn't think. It doesn't formulate ideas. Let's look at it that way and go back to the ideas in our head, the ideas in our mind and in the things we need to discuss, Webb said. Webb said he invited Martin back on a serious XM program to have a longer conversation about white privilege before pointing out the things would be different uh, if this happened to a liberal. It would be calls for firing. There would be pressuring advertisers. The machine on the left would have gone into full-blown action, Webb said. They would have demanded that I be thrown off Fox. He's absolutely correct. Yes. Yeah. But here's, here's what's so telling about that. There's many things. First of all, I'm firing her. She's got a CNN show. Well, I'm reading her bio right I'm now. I'm firing her. Civil rights attorney, advocate, commentator, author, TV host, and producer, co-host of Face the Truth on CBS, CNN legal analyst, uh, so she does a lot of things, but none of them well. But she's how not can competent. She, how can she be taken seriously that, going forward? Great question. How right. could one sentence from this woman ever be taken seriously? And then she blames the staff. They, you know, the guy's got to show with the word patriot in it. She made the worst assumption possible that he obviously had to be a white racist. 
Well, and not to mention the fact that how she um, tried to attack him with just saying, uh, if you're a white person, you have had so many advances. That, uh, it's that, a default position for a black person to take. That's what he pointed out. Right. And I, the, I was so uh, taken with his thinking there that I immediately emailed him. But this was only 30 minutes before we went on the air today, and I have not heard back from him. I hope to. Uh, and uh, he said in the in the contact line, you email him, and he said, uh, "I'll get back to you." What what information do you want? And I said, "Oh, it's about your white privilege, you rascal." And, I, and then I told him, <laughs> "We've been on the air here for a long time. We now transferred to a podcast. I'd love to talk to you." And I, I hope we oh, hear I back hope from he him. Does. You know, you could do a theme show. You should also get a hold of a guy named Larry Elder. He's a conservative, and yeah. he's on the uh, Salem Radio Network. And yeah, he, he happens. He's like sixty, sixty two, and he's a black dude. And uh, he, oh my God, he's so smart and he's so funny and the guy's just brilliant. And he's, I know this is astounding, a black conservative. But what is Come amazing on. to me is this is a woman who works in the same industry as David Webb. How could you not right. know right. that he's African American? Because she's not, this isn't her deal. This is just one of many Thing things that she does. That it, she also, does. Yeah. it also tells you the systemic bias built into CNN. Oh, Hundred percent. Because yes. here, here is a very she's a very attractive woman, by the way, and that's probably one of the reasons she got hired. Plus, she's a civil rights attorney, and that's probably another reason she got hired. And she perfectly fits the CNN template of being someone who obviously will have the foulest possible uh, thoughts about white people. And uh, so, this uh, why we don't. I'd like to ask Webb this: why he chose to invite her on his show? I have no idea. Maybe for this very reason. Right. Well, <laughs> I don't show know that the, the, the fraud, white privilege. It's a it's an easy way to blame. Well, it's just a default position. This woman immediately immediately concluded that the only reason he has advanced himself through the ranks of the media yep. to the point where he is now, the only possible reason would be that he's white. At which point he says. Man, you, you were badly prepped for this, weren't you? <laughs> she came ready for a fight. Yeah, you were badly prepped. <laughs> I'm black. And skin color never came into that conversation between those two no. until she's the one that brought it up. It's absolutely obscene. But it I've does... chosen to cross different parts of the media world, done the work so that I'm qualified to be in each one. I never considered my color the issue. I considered my qualifications the issue. Well, David, you know, that that's a whole nother long conversation about white privilege and things that you have the privilege of doing that people of color don't have the privilege of. How do I and have the privilege your, of white privilege? David, by virtue of being a white male, you have white privilege. <laughs> this whole long conversation. I don't have time to get Ariva, I hate to break it to <laughs> you, but you should have been better prepped. I'm black. <laughs> this is one of the greatest moments in uh, in media history oh. of this early year of 2019. Oh my goodness. It, That's going to be a tough one to open the top. eyes of you fools who buy this BS. She perfectly fits the CNN template. And here, here to the point where they don't even bother to check. No. They're making an assumption. And then she has, she has people yeah, right. that she threw under the bus. The people are, well, the people that work for her would be fated to also fit the CNN template. Hey, Ariva, you want to go on with this guy, David Webb? He's got a serious XM uh, show called uh, The Patriot. I guess he wants to talk to you about... Uh, 
uh, work and ideas being more important than skin color in terms of getting a job and and rising <laughs> through the ranks of whatever profession you choose. And she must have said, yeah, I'll go on with him. What time does he want to call me? Well, he's going to call you at 1 o'clock tomorrow or whatever. Okay, let's do it. No one bothered to even check. I can't believe that. As a producer, I would have said, and he's a brother, okay? Those I'm surprised she didn't say, well, you don't sound like a black guy. <laughs> <laughs> Wait a minute. Oh, oh, pulled that old too well-spoken. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If yeah. she's going down, follow me here. If She's, she's go- black, by the way. Yes. Yeah, that, I don't think we clarified that. She's going down this road. If, if, if she, in fact, says her team didn't inform her on mm-hmm. this, I wonder if her team set her up. No. I don't think so at all. I, no. Proving what type of person that she is to work with. But why with. would they? They're all CNN employees. Well, yeah. we've seen news producers set people up to fail before. And we've actually set you up many times. Yeah. Yeah. CNN isn't like us. I don't think. I, don't, I, 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 I admire your cynicism because I'm a great fan of cynicism. But I, I, uh, I believe this was a clear Clear example of of the bias that runs okay. uh, runs thickly through oh. uh, through CNN, and again, I think they said oh, he's got the word patriot in his show. He's on a patriot channel or something. You ought to go on with him, Ariva. She he's was a right wing Aryan, yeah. and yeah. by the way, she was a very active tweeter mm-hmm. up until about yesterday. Yeah, she's oh. pretty much gone radio silent. But see, I, seriously, I'd fire her, and, and she won't get fired. No, God, and no. I'm not firing her. Uh, what I'm firing her for are old GL principles, lack of competence, uh, stupidity, uh, lack of preparation. Uh, I, there's how, a, how am I'm I not firing here? her because she's... <laughs> how am I still here? I know. Well, you got to watch your P's and Q's. Uh, I'm firing her. I, she doesn't... She's not credible. No. She is no longer credible, and which now tells me she never was. I've never... I've no, I don't know her. I don't know her show, but I can tell you this. She has never been credible. Because she is coming to the plate fully loaded with bias and prejudice. She's disingenuous. There's no partial. There's no... No, no. She's a moron. Come on. She's a moron. Well, I agree with you wholeheartedly. It's that... Uh, and I'm glad she was... Gotcha. I got to hear it. You know what? I got to hear it again. Please. I'm just too sweet. Different parts Stop. Of the media. I got to agree with Kenny, though. It sounds like it hurts when he talks. He needs a lozenge. Yeah. What if he hosted a show with Roycey? Uh, hey! <laughs> I know. It reminds me of Roycey when he gets that croup thing. Yeah, every morning. October. Yeah. All right, back let's and, hear it again. Back and croup here. We're, uh, we're <laughs> wrapping up the twins. Uh, we'll be right back. I've chosen to cross different parts of the media world, done the work so that I'm qualified to be in each one. I never considered my color the issue i considered my qualifications the issue well david you know that that's a whole nother long conversation about white privilege and things that you have the privilege of doing that people of color don't have the privilege of how do i have the privilege of white privilege david by virtue of being a white male you have white privilege this whole long conversation i don't have time to Uh, arriva i hate to break it to you but you should have been better prepped i'm black Okay, then I think... See, you went to white privilege. This is the falsehood in this. Listen to him. You went immediately with an assumption. Your people, obviously, or you didn't look. You're talking to a black man who started out in rock radio in Boston, who crossed the paths into hip-hop, rebuilding one of the greatest black stations in America, and went on to work for Fox News, where I'm told apparently blacks aren't supposed to work, but yet you come with this assumption and you go to white privilege. 
Gary, That's that actually gave, insulting. Correct, it is, and I apologize because my people gave me wrong information. They, they told well, me. The whole white privilege thing is insulting. David, can, I, can I apologize and correct the record? I want to apologize. I was given wrong information about you, and I apologize. But based on my so color, white, you were going to something that I was part of. And just to add to it, my family background is white, black, Indian, Arawak, Irish, Scottish. I mean, it's so diverse. I'm like the UN when it comes to this. And this is part of the problem with driving a narrative around a construct like white privilege. Privilege is one thing where applied wealth, economy, uh, various social factors, but not necessarily determined by color of skin. I like how he trots out that he's the uh, the UN. He uh, names yeah. all of the bloodlines in him, mm-hmm. and that's exactly like all of us sitting here. I like to claim to be a Swede, but I'm a mutt. I've got everything. Right. It's same with you. We call you a Frenchie, but we all know you're I'm all Irish. You're a kraut. Yeah. You know, oh, I'm not a kraut. I'm all Irish. Irish. You're, you know, you're a Polak. <laughs> not but a you, kraut. I'm not a kraut. <laughs> rookie here's a, a Polak, but he's got a whole lot of everything else in right. him. Right. Swedish, know. English, and the white privilege thing shouldn't be just an insult to him. It should be an insult to any of us because that have a, worked to get where we are. It's a false construct. You're not doing. You're not doing this gig because you're a, a cracker. No, you know, and no. you didn't get here because you're a cracker. No, you did it because you finally put the doobie down and you started writing good <laughs> stuff, and you weaselled your way into radio. And instead of mocking radio, you embraced it, and look where it got you. Yeah. A God brand new podcast studio <laughs> with bad audio levels. But that's an insult to everybody. The whole construct of white privilege, which is why I want to talk to this guy, that's the insult. That, is, right. that was so quickly an automatic default position for her to go to, only to have this turned on her. And, and you know what? She probably won't learn from this. A, she's not going to get canned. B, who in the hell at CNN is going to reprimand her? Right. Uh, C, uh, she now has a little uh, uh, tension between her and her so-called staff, but she's not going to lose her job. No. I, I say she loses her job for incompetence. It's not going to happen. But she wasn't even on CNN's airwaves. He was. I don't know what on, this was. She was on his airwaves. Sirius, Sirius XM. Yeah. But, it, yeah. but no, I, no, I know it was on Sirius XM. But I, I, you're right. But she is uh, in her resume, isn't she? A CNN host. She is, and, and a CBS host. Mm-hmm. And as as she probably has a contract like we do, when we're doing other things, we're still representing HBI. Mm-hmm. Arriva Martin. Well, lady, I got news for you. I've never paid any attention to you before. I didn't know you existed. I never will pay any attention to you now. And anybody who does is foolish because you've displayed an absolute alarming, alarming incompetence. Just an alarming incompetence. You've displayed more than alarming incompetence. You've displayed an alarming prejudice and built-in bias, which is, must be just in your genetic code. And somehow she was told, this guy hosts a uh, show on uh, Sirius XM Patriot yeah. channel. Can- oh, oh, let's go. I'll go on. I'll go on. This will give me a chance to shine, only to discover that, uh, no, you've, you've revealed yourself to be a complete fool. Latte Schmate. Here's Joe Suchere. I didn't want to do this, but it's so it's so closely linked to the uh, 
what's your name, Avery Martin? Yes. In terms of the built-in bias, uh, the media really has lost its mind. Uh, and they, they, they've gone after uh, Trump for the meal he served to the Clemson football team, and they actually fact-checked. They fact-checked uh, Trump's claim that the White House burgers were piled a mile high. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> Oh, my God. They don't fact-check who the Democrats were who went to Puerto Rico on the taxpayer's dime, but they're fact-checking that Trump said we piled the burgers a mile high. Even when he's having fun and being goofy. The Washington Post actually went so far as to fact-check whether or not those White House burgers were really stacked 5,280 feet into the air, as Trump, in his typical hyperbolic speech, suggested. Not kidding. Trump hosted uh, the national champs. Clemson at the White House on Monday night to celebrate their 44-16 win over Alabama a week ago Monday on January 7th. Instead of the party being a catered affair, Trump opted to purchase fast food for the players and other guests as a result of the partial government shutdown. A White House statement on the decision read, The president wanted to host a fun event to celebrate the college football national champion Tigers because the Democrats refused to negotiate on border security. Much of the resident staff at the White House is furloughed. So the president is personally paying for the event to be catered with some of everyone's favorite fast foods, except to the media. It wasn't innocuous at all, and the Washington Post blasted the president for his decision to buy fast food out of his own pocket for his White House guests. On Tuesday, the newspaper, uh, what they do? Even featured a detailed layout of the culinary setup of the White House's state dining room, as if the layout were some kind of compelling forensic evidence. The diagram featuring the food was called the Clemson Spread at the White House. The subhead read, Detailed Washington Post Analysis. Sanity apparently is is is, is just uh, in short uh, in short. Uh, you didn't see supply. this part, did you? CNN went after him because I'm guessing spell check. Um, he he, you know, he's making the tweet. He spelled hamburgers wrong well, he or can't something. Spell, yeah. A- and spell check might have corrected. I don't know, whatever. But hamburgers came out. Ham birders. Oh yeah. B e r d e r s. So they went on a rampage, and that old battle axe Janine Moose or whatever her name is. Uh, did a big, long segment mocking and making fun and criticizing. The uh, Post's Philip Bump went on to analyze the president's extravagant buffet, which Bump believed could have cost upward of $3,000. The way to figure that out is straightforward. Figure out how much food there actually was and multiply that by the cost, Bump writes. Or it would be straightforward if counting hamburgers were as easy as it seems in theory. Are you kidding me? Does that look like a mile high to you? I mean, we're not fact checking the mile high. I, d- I wouldn't need to fact check that. I would know by looking at that uh, that there's that was a not there. a mile high of hamburgers. But there's a whole bunch. And I love the gal from the Washington Post saying critics pointed out that the elite athletes most likely shouldn't be gorging themselves on oh, hamburgers, fries, blah blah blah. Lord. And then at the last graph in the in the story, to cr- uh, Trump's credit, it appeared that his guests enjoyed their cheat day because they reportedly wasn't much food left over. Right. They, well, get this. They cleared it out. I wasn't going to bring it up, but of course, it now includes the fake news. Clemson University star quarterback Trevor Lawrence has uh, has a beef with a politically charged fake meme, is it? Meme? Yep. Yeah. What's a meme? You know, one of them short video screenshot things. A short meme uh, about the hamburger dinner at the White House. The star says the meme, which circulated online yesterday, and shows a photo of him with the words Clemson quarterback 
speaks out to defend America contains quotes he never said. President Trump got all of our favorite foods. It was the best meal we ever had. Then we go and see the coastal elite media trashing it for not even being organic vegan. We're football players, not bloggers. That was a perfectly blue-collar party, the meme quotes Lawrence is saying. The meme was tweeted by a right-wing account with 1.8 million followers, according to USA Today. I never said this, by the way. I don't know where it came from. However, the trip to the White House was awesome, Lawrence tweeted. So uh, so the right is just as guilty of, of the fake oh, crap they as found the left. one guy. But I love how they say they star athletes, top athletes probably shouldn't be eating like this. Number one, the football season is over. Number two, these clowns burn more calories in one oh, day than yes, the rest right. of us do in a month. And not to mention, I bet half of the seniors, their career is over. Yeah. <laughs> on Monday night, Just Lawrence right. and his team feasted on a 1,000 burgers from McDonald's, Wendy's, and Burger King with Trump to celebrate this, the uh, title. It was awesome. Uh, he told a TMZ in a real quote captured on camera. We had McDonald's and everything. It was great. The kids loved it. What the hell? But I mean, it proves it's, it's, our it's, point. He it, just it, can't even have fun. No, it, it proves our point. It, and we're by no means you know, avid Trump supporters. He can't do anything without criticism. There's nothing he's going to be able to do. Well, you fact-checked whether burgers were stacked a mile high. Fact-check who went to Puerto Rico. During the government shutdown, no, got drunk doesn't. on the beach and watched Hamilton. Yeah, that doesn't. We don't need to worry Come about on, tell that. Me that. That was in Puerto tell Rico. That. that was not in America. Even crying Jimmy Kimmel uh, took a shot at him. What a baby. Oh, and look at, look at, I'm reading what Rook pulled up on the big TV. Late night TV host ridiculed the president with NBC Seth Meyers joking in a Trumpian voice. Normally I would have salad for dinner on Monday, but they told me they only eat every fast food. What, what is wrong with people? What? People have lost their minds. People have lost their minds. There's plenty to criticize this guy about. But I thought that was actually kind of funny. There's no kitchen staff. They're right. furloughed. So he sends his people out and says, bring back, you know, here's three grand. Go get a bunch of burgers and fries. I saw no issue with it whatsoever. It was fun. It was fun. It was fun. They're a bunch of college kids. That's what they eat. They eat fast food Evidently, in 2009, Obama took fast food orders at the White House, got in his limo, went to the fast food re- restaurant, bought bags of fries and burgers, brought them back to the White House, and had this fast food in the Oval Office and the media reaction. They loved it. Of course. It he was, was a man of the people. Funnest, greatest oh, thing he was ever. A man of the people. Oh, my goodness. What a bunch of BS. <laughs> God almighty. Oh, oh, man. It just sounds like a festive uh, atmosphere, and they, they ruined it. They wrecked it. The media wrecked it. Yeah. Uh, Lawrence is a true freshman, isn't he? Trevor yep. Lawrence. Yep. A true freshman. Isn't that something? He will be the number one pick in two years. He ain't as good as my guy. Who's that? My guy at KC. Well, yeah, that guy's a pro. This He's only 23, though. That's true. No, I, I'm a big Patrick Mahomes fan. What is this? Michael Strahan invites Clemson football team out for lobster after Trump serves him fast food. Really? Strahan's yeah, trying to remain in the club. He's on TV. I would right. Hangs out with all the libs. I would accept his offer, and I would eat $80,000 worth of lobster, oh and I'd take a whole bunch of all the buns away. <laughs> I would just absolutely. Rook, where would you take Michael Strahan if he came to town? Uh, I think we'd probably go to, uh, trying to think where we'd go. Octo Bar. Octo Fish Bar. We'd go to Holman's Table. Is we'd he go that to big, Keg and Case. Uh, the black sexy guy on NBC? 
ABC. Yeah. With, the, oh, yeah. with the, ABC. Te- the space between his teeth. Yeah. Which is weird because he does football stuff for Fox. But you could mail a letter between his teeth. <laughs> he is very right uh, in there. He is very but, savvy and he's he's fun. He's a good seems like a really good guy. Admit yeah. it, admit it, Such. He's just flat out sexy. Oh yeah. He's yeah. all right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I don't have a man deal with him, but uh, <laughs> But they pulled him off a of Good Morning America. Uh, or they pulled him off a of Kelly and uh, with the Regis show and put him on GMA, and then they put him on another GM uh, A show later, uh, a show on ABC that's really rotten. Wait, there's a lady on ESPN who said he's racist for giving Clemson football players of fast course. food? Really? Well, there's crackers really? on Clemson, aren't there? Isn't yeah. the quarterback Trevor a cracker? Lawrence. He's a cracker. <laughs> Jeez. Who, who said that? Was it Avery Martin? Um, I don't recognize her name. Molly Kiram? Oh, really? That's a shame. So wait a minute. The president was ra- see. That's why the word racist doesn't mean anything more anymore. The president was racist because he served these guys burgers and fries. What's racist about a hamburger? I Can he spell Molly's last name? I want to look. There's this up. no U. It's Q E R I M. Curum. Rookie's wow. going to the big screen. Going to the big screen. Q E. Yeah. No. Not. Yeah. No U. Q E. R-I-M. And her first name is what? Molly. Here we go. Big screen. Let's see what we come up with. There she is, Molly Kiram. She is an American sports anchor and moderator for ESPN's First Take. Kiram previously was the host of NFL Network's weekday morning show. She's 34 years old. Uh, Married to Jalen Rose. Yeah, she's married to Jalen Rose. Uh, she went to Quinnipiac University and the University of Connecticut. And she has a TV show, despite her incompetence. That's extraordinary. Predominantly, That's just extraordinary. Predominantly black athletes, in quotes there. Wow. That is, but how is it racist? This is something she said on the show. Because they're I, predominantly black. I, I don't understand. I, 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 I so don't. is she ESPN or CNN? She's ESPN. ESPN. Yeah. ESPN. Oh, I can't. He said CNN. So she said the can president I, can is racist. Can I hear racist. the quote, please, or, or read me the sentence so I have the context, Kenny? In which she would have said these ridiculous when things. When I saw him giving the football players predominantly a black sport and fast food, my thought went to a very different place. And uh, where's the rest of the quote? Isn't that something? Isn't that something? Man. Why does Take, it let me see the headline, Rook. And, mm-hmm. and what site are you on? Uh, this is Outkick the Coverage. ESPN host says Donald Trump giving Clemson football players fast food was racist. The word means nothing anymore. All black people in America should be angry that the left has completely distorted, corrupted, and uh, destroyed the word. It doesn't mean anything anymore. It's really, really losing its... Well, it's lost. It's already lost. Huh. Okay. Okay. Uh, when um, I saw her, her quote... Uh, when I saw him giving the football players a predominantly black sport and f- and fast food, my thought went a very different place. It's very p- poorly written. Yeah. yeah. Well, just a minute. We can't end on that note. We have to do Hold this. Hold on. Hold on here. What? Hold on. Did you find it? I did. Give me one second. Oh, boy. Here we go. We've been giving you one second. It took it very differently. When I saw him giving the football players, it's it's a predominantly black sport and fast food. My thought went went a very different place. Also, the the president likes fast food. She was talked over, but you could hear it right there. You want me to play it again? No. No. Okay. 
No, let's end with something positive. Here's today's ray of hope. Uh, she called police, but she didn't get the answer she was hoping for. <laughs> Officers in South Euclid, Ohio, say they were dispatched to a home Saturday for a theft report, only to arrive and find a 16-year-old girl who claimed her father stole her cell phone, something she believed she was entitled to have. The father told the cops he took the device away for disciplinary reasons, and police took his side. Officers explained that having a cell phone under the age of 18 is a privilege and not a right, as she believes uh, the South Euclid Police Department said in a Facebook post. Officers suggested she follow the rules her father set if she hoped to get the phone returned. <laughs> All right. Smart cops. And he was a black guy, by the way, I believe. <laughs> I don't, I don't, I don't, yeah, race doesn't play into that one either. But no, well, I think I saw the video of this, and he's standing outside his door, and he's saying, wait a minute, you mean to tell me? <laughs> Check this out. You mean to tell me the South Euclid Police Department is arriving at my house because I took my daughter's cell phone away? Wow. She's I had it taken away for disciplinary reasons. W- what's the Good new for phrase? Him. What, Good for him. That's woke. Is that is that's that, woke? That's woke. That's, that's the woke. new phrase. Yeah. That's woke. Uh, Reavers, you got something else for you for your next beer show? Oh, please! But it's something I gave you earlier in the week from the Wall Street Journal. Craft beer taps are going dry because of the government shutdown. Oh, it's critical. Hand that to Reavers. What? Yeah, yeah, you'll have to tune into the beer show Thursday night to hear more about that on the new fifteen hundred score. Yeah, score north, right? That's cha. right. Score north. Do we give it a cha? Why not give it a, we give it a play. Give it a cha. We give it a play. Give I it a see. cha. All right. Thank you. GarageLogic.com is where you find us. Of course, the GarageLogic podcast can be found on Apple iTunes, and that is where we invite you to rate us so we can get a little feedback. And you're certainly welcome to email us with any questions, comment, feedback, or concerns. Audio levels of anything. <laughs> well, we still want to know about that, yeah. Uh, GL Joe at garagelogic.com, rookie at garagelogic.com, C Reavers, R E U V E R S at garagelogic.com. And do not email me. Thank you. Right. Do not, do not email. Do not, do, do not email. Uh, Kenny. What? Why don't you open it nice and gentle? Bye, guys.